Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Ion Icon. Again, we're back with the latest news that uh, of everything that has transpired in the Icon ecosystem. And with me, back from holidays, revived, feeling fresh, Icon Graffer, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm, uh, you know, I think everyone's uh, everyone's getting pretty excited and warmed up for Balanced here. We got about five or six days, depending on uh, what time zone you're living in. Um, so I can, you know, I, I can. There's been a lot of excitement, excitement kind of brewing over, you know. The, basically since this project got announced uh, a bit more than a year ago. Uh, but you can tell it's really been ramping up lately. Obviously, you've been putting out a lot of content in relation to it. Um, I was going through some of the, um, you know, some of the some of the guides that the team put together that I hadn't had a chance to look at yet. And it certainly explains it really well in terms of both on the website uh, and some of the other content they're putting out, uh, putting out. And we'll obviously discuss it a bit more uh, later in the episode. But I think, you know, uh, everyone's always focused on the price, but I think uh, these coming days, I think the excitement will be growing more and more around that countdown clock to when Balance officially kicks off. Agree. I, I look forward to the tweet that comes out every day, a couple of tweets from Balance and then Scott um, discussing, you know, all kinds of strategies and uh, the the care and love that has gone into building this, this protocol. So um, there, there's certainly excitement in the air, even... Um, I know we're not talking about prize, but even with this market dip that surprisingly has bounced back just as we record the next episode of Iron Icon, I keep hinting at this, but um, even during that dip, oh, oh, it was great to see just around Twitter, you, everyone commenting, buy the dip, buy the dip, but especially Iconist, everyone's like, well, this is perfect to load up for, for, for balanced, and um, well, that's what I did anyway, so... <laughs> Um, good to see. Uh, really excited about um, Balance launching very soon. And um, yeah, I have done some, I've been testing it on Testnet. So I created a bit of a video around the DEX component uh, to give a bit more clarity on how that will look and how it will work because the prototype, you couldn't really explore those features. So hopefully that's helped in the community as well. So the news, let's, let's, let's jump straight in. There's a lot to talk about and then... Um, it, continuing in the theme of balance, we thought right at the end, as you said, we'll talk some strategies, uh, elaborate on some options that you can use balance, how you can use balance. And I know um, we've been getting a lot of requests around that as well. So I think everyone should enjoy that content there. So first thing, and, and this was a good one, we, we'd gotten a hint from Geo when he came onto the podcast and they were talking icon bet and sportsbook, but um, they were talking about... Uh, the tap liquidity that you supply tap for on um, Unify, the AMM. And, you know, one, one of the issues with our tokens, especially on Icon, when you think uh, ICX and tap, they have, you know, staking components that provide dividends of some kind or staking rewards. So tap is one of those tokens where you get ICX as paid out as dividends based on what the casino makes. So, uh, if you supply liquidity, you are foregoing your rewards that you would normally get by staking tap. So this this obviously is, is kind of a debatable view in everyone's mind. What do I do? Do I supply liquidity and get those trading fees and stack the up token? Or do I just wait for the um, casino's dividends because they have been quite good? So uh, this uh, conflict didn't see a lot of liquidity come onto the AMMs. However, they have rectified this. What they have done is enable. So when you do supply tap as liquidity, you still get your dividends to your pool paid into the pool that you've supplied liquidity. So um, to put it quite simple, whatever you deposit in, in the AMM, it's equal pairs. So equal amount of ICX value versus tap. 
and whatever tap you have in there, you would get rewarded your ICX into that pool itself. So um, it's fantastic. It's it's great to see. So now you can um, provide tap as liquidity and not forego any of your dividends. Fantastic. What are your thoughts, I can Grafa? Yeah, this is uh, certainly something that's been uh, long awaited for a good amount of time. Uh, and it, it certainly, you know, there's already a little bit of incentive, as you were kind of saying, with the uh, with the up token providing, you know, compensation basically for liquidity providers. Um, but now knowing that people will be able to regain um, their, you know, basically able to gain the dividends that they were due by holding tap, they not only get an assurance that they'll retain that value, but they get the up token on top of that as well. So there's really a lot of incentive now for uh, providing liquidity in that um, in that tap ICX pool. Um, and already I've seen an uptick, uh, certainly in activity on the volume side of things. Uh, I can't quite remember if the up there's been a significant uptick on the liquidity side of things, but either way, a nice and a, a nice development either way, and certainly provides more value uh, value for tap holders and anyone using uh, Unify to trade. Agree. So there are a couple um, backstory, a, a couple developments uh, more on the Icon Loop front, uh, specifically on the DID slash My Alliance uh, or My My ID Alliance front. Uh, the first one is uh, it's NUGU Smart Home. I don't know if that's read as Nugu or if it's just NUGU. Uh, it's actually someone had mentioned uh, they I think on Reddit they'd done a little bit of research and they were actually kind of one of the more uh, as a smart home company they really pioneered kind of that AI uh, that you see in Alexa and uh, Siri and other kind of home products that can uh, you know interpret voice and do research for you and everything like that. So they're clearly a, a significant company if they were at the forefront of that. Um, and basically it's part of SK Telecom, uh, which is, it's their IoT smart home service. It's called the Nugu Smart Home or NUGU Smart Home. And it is using uh, Icons Visit Me, um, which is uh, runs on the public chain. It allows people to, you know, so it, the, the way it's being implemented is it said it's implemented about 20,000 apartments already. Uh, I assume that's apartment units. Uh, I don't know if there's 20,000 apartment buildings that they could have scaled to already. Uh, but basically, you know, typically, at least, you know, in my experience, you live in an apartment. Ideally, it's, you know, it's, it has some sort of security system to make it so random people can't just walk in. But, you know, it's kind of a pain because sometimes you either have to, you know, go down there, let them in manually, or there's like a call box that's kind of a pain to figure out or doesn't always work. Um, or there's some other kind of way to do it where it's still kind of a headache. The way that this technology is set up is, uh, say, you know, you invite someone over through uh, uh, one of the chat programs. You send them basically a link of sorts, which generates their DID on the blockchain, uh, which they can then use in the app. And then they just simply walk up to the apartment and can scan it in and get in. So it's it, it only goes to their phone. Only their, you know, only people who have been authorized in this mechanism can get in. Um, again, it's I, I would I would kind of say it's a lower level um, form of DID to a certain extent. You know, it's not super official or anything like that. It's just kind of a way to make things something a bit more convenient. Uh, but again, it's it's another um, implementation of, uh, of this application uh, in a kind of a, a lesser risk manner. And again, I think as as this gets used more and more in these minor ways, you'll see it scale up into more significant and potentially larger scaling um, uses. Um, and so on a similar note, there was another one about Orange Life. Uh, so Orange Life is a major domestic life insurance company, uh, also a MyID Alliance partner, um, and they will begin using Icon Loop's DID control system for their 
for their offices. Now, it, it wasn't clear to me if this was public chain or not. Um, Fez, I don't know if you've sought any clarity on that. I did a little bit of poking around to see. My scent, it looked like the the, Jing, Z, the ZZUNG app, mm-hmm. which is kind of the main um, the main uh, DID platform that utilizes the icon public chain. Uh, I saw that it seemed like some of the imagery was similar in some of the videos I saw, but I wasn't hundred percent sure, but either way uh, it's uh, orange life is basically, a, as I said, a, a life insurance company, they have offices and the way people have to go in now is you have to, you know, you have to go in there, you have to fill a visitor log, you have to get a pass, which has to get printed out. And so there's, there's three or four steps that have to go just for someone to kind of go into the office and, you know, whether they have a meeting or an appointment or something like that. Um, and so instead, uh, as you can see in the video that they had in the, in the neighbor blog, um, announcement it just shows a guy you know walking up with his uh with his app scanning the qr code and that basically incorporated everything it needed to in order for him to get let in the building and do whatever it was he was going to do but again you know not some major you know groundbreaking use of the technology you know it's something there's been other companies that have done something similar uh but orange life you know it's it's a significant company uh, you know, insurance company, and obviously they have some security concerns for their offices. So again, it's just, it's a, I don't want to say pilot project, but it is kind of more of a, a slower and more steadier implementation of this, you know, what is a groundbreaking technology at the end of the day. So either way, just a lot of, uh, on the on the DID and Icon Loop, uh, MyID Alliance front, just a lot of drip, 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 uh, mm-hmm. nothing super significant, but it's one of those things where we're going to turn around in a few months and realize just how much stuff they have going on. Um, so th- both those two things were certainly positive news um, that, again, with all the balance news and excitement going around, uh, slid under the radar a little bit as far as I could tell. Yeah, look, agree. And I think you're right. And I was just thinking about this icon grapher. One day, we hopefully, if there's anyone listening who works, you know, an icon loop or something like that, even Marcus, I know he doesn't, but he, he's quite close to this. We'll have him on. But we can kind of really quiz the detail of each of these kind of integrations and how it interacts with the public chain. Um, from this one, what what I do like about this is you know, we know from the government perspective, and I keep harping on about that, but this is a little bit different because this is this is the application that's been built. It's expanding into the various corporate um, life, you know, co- corporate companies. They're starting to um, explore and use something Icon Loop has, been, has created, which, which is great. You know, it's, it's more like a vendor kind of thing. So, um I think great news, and I agree with you. Uh, these kind of things, I see posts, and they disappear quite quickly off Twitter because all of a sudden, balance or, or some of the DeFi news is overtaking it or superseding it. So, um, and that's great. That's something we keep saying should be happening, and it is. So, um, hopefully, the stuff keeps chugging away in the background, um, and it's it's going to be good for all iconists. Um, Okay, so the next one. So apparently we now have a, a balanced subreddit. Uh, so we got our normal subreddit for Icon. Now a uh, uh, unofficial one, I believe, has has emerged. Well, actually, it has it has it has become official because I oh. believe part of the a couple of the um, red uh, the team members of Balanced have become a part of it. So I guess it, it started unofficially, but it has uh, subsequently, I think, become official. And uh, the moderators there have been using all the style guide that the balance team put out to make it make it really reflect the balance branding and everything like that. So that was certainly nice to see. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know what? 
we do need this because balance is going to become a topic in itself. And um, it's great to see the icon Reddit probably full of balance stuff. But I think there'll be so much content coming soon as more people start to use it and realize its potential um, that, yeah, we do need a separate section. And what a better way if for just the DeFi community as a whole, not in on Icon, but as a whole, the DeFi community across all blockchains to be able to just stumble into balance and understand everything about it, including its unique, you know, you earn your staking rewards while while you put up your ICX as collateral, which is brilliant. So Yeah, I think there's gonna be yeah, there's certainly gonna be a lot of questions about the the protocol, both from a basic level but also from uh, maybe some advanced strategies and things like that. And so to have a, a resource that's there just for that and isn't, you know, taking up half the icon subreddit uh does certainly make sense to kind of bifurcate those a little bit especially if you consider that you know if we if if balance does become big one day there's certainly going to be a lot of activity there and it's better to have it there rather than people who are coming for icon and then keep seeing all this balance stuff which certainly isn't bad uh but it it does keep keep both sides of things pretty clean as far as uh the reddits are concerned yep uh on another balance note, uh, they are uh, implementing a bounty, a bug bounty program. Uh, and so they're using uh, Immunify, I believe that's how you pronounce it, which is kind of a platform for various projects to post these sorts of bug bounties. And for those who don't know, a bug bounty is essentially, uh, it's a way for people who are really good at development, um, who maybe want to earn a little, money, a little bit of money or sometimes a lot of bit of money uh, to just kind of comb through some code. You know, it's like, it's kind of like hackers who have uh, good intentions, come through the code, look for vulnerabilities. If they catch something and, and alert the team to it uh, before anything is, you know, anything bad is done or anything like that, they usually get compensated. So obviously there's that financial incentive to go out there and, you know, actually do the work because, you know, combing through code and, you know, really working the working your brain to figure out what exact vulnerabilities are there. And that's not always an easier or non-time consuming task. So uh, the fact that they're doing that, um, they're setting it, there's a crit, you know, so if you find a bug that is determined to be critical where it was, you know, I don't know what the exact definition of critical is, uh, but something that could really, really uh, destabilize the platform. Uh, it's a $5,000 bounty. Whereas if you find one at a higher level where it's uh, maybe not as bad as a critical, but still something that's significant, uh, that's a $2,000 bounty. So anyone who's, you know, somewhat savvy at development or can understand code uh, and smart contracts uh, should certainly give it a look. They posted the the GitHub code um, for the for the project, at least the smart contracts that they want to be included in, in the bug bounty. And while, it, you know, the smart contracts uh, that Balance will operate on have already been audited by Slowmist, which is one of the leading auditing firms of, of smart contracts. Uh, and they've also been reviewed by the Icon Core team. So obviously, you know, a group of people who have pretty firm understanding of, of smart contracts as well. Um, so there's already been a lot of um, uh, attempts to uh, get rid of any potential bugs uh, by really smart people. But, you know, it's always good to have that added layer of, of potential uh vulnerability protection, uh, especially on stuff like this, where there's been so many issues with other DeFi platforms and in crypto in general. Yeah, I just love um, that they've gone to this platform because this is the go-to platform for various DeFi protocols across all the blockchain ecosystems to find these bugs, you know, bounties. So they set up the bounties via this platform. So indirectly, it's great exposure for icon itself and it, it's it's getting a lot of new eyes 
onto balance. Like people just look at it going, never heard of it, don't know anything going on in the icon ecosystem. And all of a sudden there's this um, bounty, 5,000 to 2,000, depending on the critical level of, of, of the bug. Um, they're going to dive in. They're going to get involved. They're going to learn about the platform as well. So I always, I always look at it from that point of view. Um, at the same time, it's great to see the team literally doing everything possible, um, not just getting the audits and saying, yep, we're done, let's not worry about it, but they've taken every step possible, including involving the wider community uh, to get um, some more testing done to see if anything can be found. Um, great. I love it. Uh, hopefully, nothing comes out of it and just a whole bunch of, you know, uh, users that see value in the platform join the icon community uh so okay let, let's um tackle a couple of cps uh quick cps uh proposals that are floating around as as you recall last week i made mention that this this should really be part of the news where we just break down or shed some light on some of the proposals so Two ones I wanted to draw on this week is uh, we have, and I'm not going to mention the team names, apologies here. So ICX Comics Season 2. Now, um, if you've just joined the Icon community and the ecosystem, in the early days, uh, there was a team that got together and uh, they, they found a unique way to spread the uniqueness <laughs> of the icon ecosystem via some comics so they created comics around staking and various other pieces around the eco icon ecosystem including some characters etc in comic form and and it did the rounds i recall seeing these and i thought oh that's kind of cool so um they, they've kind of come out with um asked for a little bit of funding via cps uh, to uh, create season two and you know season two is going to focus on uh, the btp piece um uh, how cps works so so tackling some of the key pieces of infrastructure in the icon ecosystem and uh, creating comics out of it and um and hoping to spread the word. Look, it's a it's a novel take on it, and, and that's what I love about it. So um, it's looking good in terms of a lot of the votes, everything's coming through, so it looks like it will get funding, and I look forward to seeing the content get released. Any... Yeah, it's always good to see, yeah, it's always good to see outside the box thinking and, and trying to be a bit more creative and all that other good stuff. So, um, you know, I'm sure not everyone loves every single form form of marketing uh but i think there's a lot of people out there who will find this compelling and especially if it's you know able to convey they're able to convey um more you know difficult concepts in an easier to understand way um i think that's all that can be one of the most important forms of marketing so um good on them yeah the other one is winable so uh, this is this is this is a great one. Uh, so, Wannable actually did a proposal in the first round as well, and it was um, uh, knocked back. And um, they were really good about it because they went back to the drawing board and said, "Okay, well, what part of our proposal didn't didn't work? Didn't make sense?" And there was a bit of feedback given, and they've revised the entire plan and come back, and it's looking like it will get voted through this time. But what's really cool about it is, you know, they they essentially it's a it's a unique take. It's not your typical DeFi and everything. And and this time they're kind of starting to integrate it with some of the protocols that are being built on Icon. So. What they want to do is that this whole protocol exists around 
uh, winos, right? People who like to collect their wine bottles, rare, rare wine bottles. I mean, I don't know too much about that, but I do know there's vintages and this and that 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 makes these um, uh, particular uh, wine bottles that get released per year quite valuable. So they, they essentially are going to release that via an NFT that represents the real a real world product which is the wine of a particular winery they will use the craft store now this is what's brilliant and how it's integrated they will use that and sell the nfts that represent the real product depending on the rarity via craft so the end user actually owns it and can hold it while this company they'll store it at the wineries and ensure you know everything's kept accordingly but if you own the nft it's your bottle of wine in fact, it is yours at one point if you decide you don't want to sell it and you actually want to consume it and just enjoy it, you can um, claim it, which burns the NFT and you get you take delivery of your bottle from wherever it's being stored, etc. Um, which is really cool because it's, it's, it's combining real world products into the crypto world and using the crypto, um, you know, like the craft store to distribute the asset, which is which is great. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, it's kind of the it reminds me. You know, what, what I think is kind of cool about this is it obviously you know, it's a it's a unique and implementation of the NFT. Obviously, doing it on an icon is certainly cool, but it creates um, it creates a lot more liquidity and I think price uh, price transparency in the wine markets. Obviously, you know, having to move if you have to ship bottles around. Uh, it's a little bit trickier. Sometimes you can have, you know, broken bottles, whatever it mm -hmm. might be. But if you can, you know, if you can trade wine just like you would, you know, say Bitcoin or Icon or something else very liquid where it's easy to quickly transfer the value of it. And if, again, someone could, you know, you can speculate on the wine without, without having to potentially handle it or take care of it. Say you live in a tiny apartment, and but you really want to speculate on, I don't know, 10 bottles of wine. Uh, you can do that just from the kind of the comfort of your own ICX wallet. So, and again, uh, at the end of the day, they... The, each one entitles you to uh, the actual physical bottle, uh, so it is backed by something more tangible. Um, so it's kind of a, a quasi blend of you know everyone kind of the people knock on NFTs because they, they say, oh anyone can get that piece of art, you know anyone can take you know download the JPEG of the art or whatever it is. But in this case, the NFT serves the NFT process on the you know on the digital side, but at the same time, it is actually claimable for something physical that is also rare. So it's a really unique blend of the two technologies uh, in, in a way, I guess one's a technology and one's just, you know, having a bottle of wine um, in a very unique and, and I think helpful, helpful way. And so I, I'm very excited about that, uh, that pivot that they did there. Yeah. And, and, you know, like one of the great things about this is, so if, I'm sure this space exists, right, in the wine community. And it's who you know, where you go to sell, etc. If you've acquired something and you want to sell um, the bottle, you know, to make, make money. This, because it's integrated into the craft NFT store, essentially me, who isn't a winer, I could take a, you know, diversify and buy a couple of these and see what happens a few years from now. I literally just list it back onto the um, store on craft and sell it. You know, they're... they're that's that's the beauty of it like this this one spot will create all these different communities will be able to come together and see and integrate just yeah the possibilities are endless so um it is a great pivot and um as i read through the proposal i i got 
I was excited initially because I just I just loved that there was something different that was in the CPS um, put through in the CPS for, forum for funding. It wasn't your typical DeFi, AMM or anything like that. It was just a unique use case. And as they've reflected and built on it, they've come back with a far better plan. So um, fingers crossed this goes through and we see it um, come to fruition. Okay, on that note, you know, as we love everything we do here, me and Icongraph, we love bringing you the news, the interviews, and and we want to just call out special thanks to our sponsors, IconBet, that makes this show possible. So a quick message from them. IconBet has nine games live in its casino, with poker coming soon. Open source, decentralized gaming. No deposits. Play straight from your wallet. IconBet. Made by players. For players. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to dive back into balance. If, if you'll recall last week after the news, um, me and Icongrapher spent some time really uh, talking through uh, the most frequently asked questions around balanced and everything to do with the airdrips and staking and, and all that stuff. And we covered it off and made it very simple and easy to understand. Uh, one of the other plans we had was, okay, let's, once we've identified and talked through all of that, let's actually take the time and talk through a few strategies here and there in terms of what you can do with the protocol. Now, we ran out of time last week, so uh, we thought, why not after the news, let's let's really spend a little more time again this week, given we're how many days? Four days? Is it four? Uh, depends on, I think it's five. Oh, that's right. It's close to me. <laughs> Five-ish. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So by the time by the time you're listening, by the time you're listening, it might be two or three. So that's right. That's right. So let let's spend a bit of time, I can grapple. Let's let's talk through. Uh, basically, what we're going to do is just talk about all the options you have available uh, via the balance protocol. What you can actually do with it. And and I need to make this very clear. This is not financial advice we are not saying do this all we're saying is these are options these are some things you need to think about and explore yourself and understand the risks around them but we're going to give you a bit of an idea here and i want to say too that each each one of these different kind of ideas and strategies put forward carries its own set of risk whether it's risk on the liquidation side whether it's risk on the impermanent loss side or whether it's risk on the smart contract side, um, you know, it's not 100% risk-free by any means. I think it's as close. It's it's pretty close as possible, at least on the on the smart contract risk side. Um, and obviously, you know, the impermanent the permanent loss side. You know, your mileage may vary. Uh, there's certainly times you're going to suffer it, but that's why you get tokens in, in instead in order to compensate for that potential loss. Um, and on the liquidation side, you know, I think as long as you're careful and manage your risk correctly, that's another way you can mitigate that risk as much as possible. But again, it does exist, so be careful. Um, and we're going to walk. You know, there was a good, there was a helpful thread that the balanced official Twitter put out that kind of walk through these. So we're going to use that as a basis just to make sure, you know, we're all consistent. A lot of you might have already seen it already, um, but I think we're going to go into a bit more depth on it. But also, if you haven't, then uh, this will be new content for you. So, you know, the the most basic tool that Balance gives you is I can put up ICX as collateral and in return, I get uh, I get BLNUSD, which is a $1 stable coin pegged to the US dollar, uh, but is backed obviously by collateral. Now, you could you could just take out a loan and just let the let the balance sit in your wallet and you can correct collect the balanced, I'm sorry, the balanced protocol tokens as your compensation just for doing that. You can literally do that one step and then not do anything else. But there are the number of ways you could take it 
additional steps further to get more value for yourself and to potentially or utilize the balance platform even more and earn more of those BAL, B-A-L balance tokens. Uh, so the first one is, you know, leverage, leverage GICX on its own. And basically, you know, say you have uh, some, say you put up your ICX as collateral, it's now being staked as SICX, which means it's it's still receiving that 11, 10, 11 percent uh, uh, reward rate that the ICON protocol gives you. Uh, you can then take that balance and that, you know, that it's basically additional money that's now yours. Um, you, again, you have collateral that you've put up, but now you have an extra X percent of funds. You can go take that and go buy more ICX with it. You can then take that ICX, deposit it as collateral, and now you've essentially earned, created a mechanism to earn even more staking rewards. So without having to use any, any money to, out of your own pocket, uh, you can ex- you can increase your ICX stack by a certain amount, and by doing so, you've essentially created additional passive income on top of that. And the other the added benefit of that is it further protects your collateralization ratio, right? So if you add more uh, ICX to the SEIX that you've put up as collateral, uh, your chance of you know if, if your if Icon's price drops by a significant amount, your chance of liquidation is lower because you have a far greater higher percentage. Uh, of collateral. So that's a way that you can leverage kind of the existing, just the first phase of what you're doing with uh, balanced and, and the balance token. So rather than just having it sit in your wallet, hey, put put the balance to actually put the balance dollars to work for yourself to earn more ICX via staking, but also earn more balance tokens uh, via using the actual protocol. Yeah. So to, to really dumb this down in, in and keep it very low key and simple, in the scenario I'm just about to say, ICX is valued at $1, okay? So to mint one BNUSD, one US dollar, that represents one US dollar, if ICX was valued at $1, I would need to lock five ICX away and I could mint one US dollar. At the same time, that would guarantee I earn rewards. I can take that one US dollar by one more ICX with it, because in my scenario, ICX is valued at $1. Now I have one extra ICX that I can redeposit and add it as collateral. So now I have six ICX backing that one US dollar. So I've automatically gone from 500% to 600% that is backing and ensuring that if there was any price movement, nothing happens, you know, I'm in a more secure position with that six ICX I've got locked away versus the five ICX. I don't know if that's helped, but just just to visualize it by lowering those numbers, obviously ICX is worth more than $1, but um, that's how this process works. And, And this is at its core, the first and most simple way to use the balance protocol. It is lock up ICX, mint dollars, take that dollar, buy more ICX, lock that ICX up again. That way you're getting more staking rewards. And at the end of the day, you've end up, ended up with a bigger stash of ICX. So the other tool you can use is you can simply take those balanced dollars and buy balanced tokens. Uh, so I think I said, I said it was BAL a little bit ago. It's actually BALN. Uh, that was a change that happened a little while back that just did stick in my brain until now. But uh, nonetheless, uh, you know, at the beginning, I don't, you know, 
there's not going to be some instant pool of balanced dollars that everyone can really tap into. You know, there's certainly going to be a lot of them distributed, uh, but the amount that are going to be sold and are liquid on the open market is probably going to be small. So from I think from the early stages, you know, it might be a little harder to get a hold of the of, the, of being able to buy balanced tokens. Uh, I'm also not entirely sure if they're going to be initially available in the DEX. Um, I don't know if you know that, Fez, or not. Um, but I imagine they will be at some point, either there or on Unify or both. Uh, but when that time comes, you can take your balanced dollars by balanced tokens. And I think you know by now, if you have balanced tokens, you can stake them in your wallet. And if you're using the, um, the protocol, uh, you will earn a share of the network fee. So, you know, when certain things happen, whether it's you take out a loan uh, or you uh, make a trade, there's a uh, transaction fee that gets paid to the balance protocol, uh, which is then paid out to every week to all the holders of the balance tokens. They obviously get a prorated share of those network fees based on the amount of tokens they own relative to the whole supply of uh, the balance tokens out there. So again, Another way to take, you know, you've, you've deposited your ICX, you get your balanced dollars in return. Uh, you can either buy ICX with them or you can go buy balanced tokens and say those balanced tokens provide a whole lot of good dividends uh, because everyone's using the platform. You know, that could be a pretty valuable thing uh, and create a lot of nice little passive income for you moving forward. Um, I would say, you know, to to go beyond a bit more of this example that they used, you could, you know, you could apply the same thing to tap as well. Um, you could go out there and, and if there's a, if there's a, a pair available for balance dollars and tap at some point in the future. Another way to take, you know, a, a way, a way to generate more existing passive income. If you're, uh, you know, if you're interested in icon bet and supportive of the project and think, I think the uh, dividends are going to go up over time. That's another opportunity you have. So you can, you know, obviously you can start simple, but you can already, once you understand one of these strategies, you can start to fan out and see all the other different ways you can take your balance dollars and buy other assets. Yeah. So what, one thing I can graph, I realized we didn't uh, say, and I don't mean to backtrack, but the first topic we, we mentioned, you know, where you, you lock it and you mint BNUSD. The second you mint the BNUSD, if it's over $50 that you've minted and locked away, you're earning balance. You're earning the balance token on top of that. So, you know, we mentioned staking rewards. We mentioned how you increase the ICX stack in that example. But what we didn't kind of cover off there is on top of that, you're earning based on the distribution, which we'll cover right at the end, you're earning the balance token. Now, um, the example iconographer you gave, yes, so a couple of call-outs. I don't believe on day one on the launch we would see the balance token um, listed on the decks, but I do believe after day one we will because after the first distribution, because there's no pre-distribution, right, of the balance token, it will happen 100,000 every day will get distributed. Uh, so after the first day, I envision everyone who's taken out a loan and has gotten distribution. Scott has said that anyone can list a pair on the decks. Um, and this particular pair of balance slash um, SICX, what are the pairings? There's a few of them. Um, so there's, yeah, yeah, there's 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 balance B A L N slash B N U S D. Yeah. Uh, there's S S I C X and B A N U S D, and there's S I C X against I C X. Yeah. So these three pools, as well, when you supply liquidity to, you would earn the balance token as a reward. Anything else on the decks? Say, for example, and this will happen. Tap gets listed in B N U S D and various other um, tokens, 
while you could supply liquidity, you would earn the fees that would traditionally come 0.35% from listing and um, supplying liquidity in an AMM, but you wouldn't earn the balance token unless it got voted in by the DAO. So uh, I, I think I'll stop there because there's a few things and it could be overwhelming, but coming back to y- your example, Icon Grapher, uh, you're spot on. The second, uh, you know, in our first example, we've said you use BNUSD, the balanced dollars to buy ICX, but after day one, you can potentially use BNUSD to buy anything on the ICON ecosystem um, that is supported. So if there's a tap pairing, the second you see balance listed, um, you know, you may want to diversify your assets that you're stacking or, or holding. And it may not, you don't may not want to um, further load up on ICX, but you can buy anything else available. And that balance token is unique because at the end of the day, it is governance rights where you can, Uh, The example I gave earlier, if you want new trading pairs, any particular changes to the protocols, proposals can be written. And as long as you're a balance holder and staker, you can vote in favor or vote against the direction of that particular uh, point you want the protocol to move towards, etc. So uh, it is extremely valuable in my eyes, um, and I'm guessing it's going to be valuable in a lot of people's eyes. So after post day one, I would see um, that being listed. But again, one thing I can graph a mention, remember 100,000 a day, liquidity would be quite low. So people thinking, oh, I want to just dive in and get this coin because it's going to go to the moon. Well, at the start, remember what happened with Seed when um, Unify launched. There was barely any liquidity on Icon. Seed was trading at a ridiculous premium because everyone was trying to buy it. And if everyone goes on an AMM trying to buy up a coin, the price skyrockets. So keep keep that in mind when you're thinking about um, buying the balance token right on day one. Ensure you're, you you know how much liquidity there is. And, and yeah, I foresee the balance token going skyrocketing quickly because people are trying to snap it up if they aren't taking the risk of taking out a loan or etc. Um, but that, that as more liquidity gets added, I see the price should start to to reflect reality versus just pure hysteria. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you know, we were we were talking a bit here about you know supplying liquidity to the different types of pools. This is you know the the other additional, I guess you could say, the third option uh, that we're talking about. And I think you know we've talked. I think there's been plenty of content out there about automated market makers, how they work. Uh, I know we've certainly talked a lot about it. I know Fez has certainly put a lot of content out there about it. So I'd say to a certain extent, if you don't, if you don't know what they are now, we're not going to really dive in um, just because there's a lot of resources out there. If you aren't sure what we're talking about, go ahead and Google automated market makers. Uh, we'll also potentially put a, res- a resource in the show notes for people to, people to learn. Uh, but it's, you know, it basically it's, it's a way to create an exchange without necessarily having an order book. Instead, you have liquidity pools that trade against each other. Um, and so by supply, you know, if you're out there, you, su- if you supply to the liquidity pool, uh, you know, if you provide some of your balanced dollars, uh, it actually helps the ecosystem grow because it gives a chance for other people to potentially buy those dollars um, kind of, uh, you know, as we were talking about earlier, um, you know, being able to transact balance dollars just in the open market uh, is certainly valuable. It helps kind of create the velocity of money to a certain extent, which if you've taken college economics or even high school in economics, you probably know a little bit about. Um, so it just helps get that, get it out there, get it into circulation, help the liquidity of it. But again, 
you'll earn uh, for that effort and for that willingness, uh, you'll earn balance tokens. And you could supply that uh, balance USD against either the, the SICX or the BALN tokens. Um, again, from as we alluded to from day one, probably not a whole lot of BALN out there to provide as liquidity, uh, but certainly should be a good, a pretty good amount of SICX to do that for. And again, <clears throat> just make sure when you're doing this that you understand the risks of a permanent loss. Basically, as the two values fluctuate against each other in time, uh, if one moves against one another really uh, in an extreme fashion, uh, it can kind of dilute the overall value of your portfolio. Again, that's why a lot of times they have these additional tokens as a way to compensate you for that. Uh, but something to be aware of, just make sure you understand it and make sure you understand what that can do to your portfolio going into it uh, before you get, you know, do anything too dramatic with your with your stash of funds. Yeah. Then one of the uh, things I hear a lot about, oh, is, is Binance supporting the balance token or are they supporting BNUSD? Now, look, the very quick answer is at the moment, no, not that we've heard of. We don't know. We haven't been privy to any information, but uh, since nothing's been announced, I'm going to say no. However, this this is not a roadblock and should not be a roadblock in anyone's mind because if, if for example, uh, you know, using this first scenario, you bar, you mint, BNUSD, lock up your ICX, you're earning your staking rewards, you have now, let's say, $1,000 to play with, you can take that 1000 BNUSD and buy ICX with it right away. So say your end goal is you actually don't want ICX or anything on the Icon ecosystem. You want to go to Binance and buy the next FOMO coin that's named after a dog, um, which I don't recommend, but <laughs> that that is your desire. Um, you would literally follow the process, stake it, mint BNUSD, buy ICX. Now remember, the Icon blockchain is extremely quick. Even when you're transferring onto Binance, I noticed within a minute, the funds are available in my Binance wallet. You would buy ICX on the balance decks, move the ICX because now it's in your wallet straight onto the Binance exchange, swap ICX, sell ICX into whatever stable coin your heart desires, and then buy the next FOMO coin you're seeing that you just think you're going to get millions off. So this is just one really simple example that at the start, while it may not be listed on every exchange, you can quickly do this. So again, you're putting your uh, your your existing ICX stash to use by not only earning staking rewards, but it's giving you the ability to um, get exposure to other things you may want. So that's another good one to keep in mind. And uh, finally, and again, just because this list ends here, obviously the 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 limit to strategies only comes from your own imagination. Uh, but the last one is to supply it on OMM. Um, again, I think if you've been listening to this show and following our work, uh, you have a pretty good idea of OMM end, <clears throat> which stands for uh, Open Money Market, which is basically a, a different type of lending platform operating on ICON. Uh, but once the supply of balanced dollars, if there's, you know, if, again, once there's enough kind of liquidity out in the air in the open, um, it should, uh, or it, it, it could and should be listed as a potential market on OMM Finance. So, you know, if it, if there's a if there's enough people out there who want to borrow the USD, uh, there will be a market on it, and the interest rate will be kind of based on what the supply and demand ratios are as far as the number of lenders versus number of borrowers. You know, if there's plenty of people who want to lend it but hardly anyone who wants to borrow it, 
the interest rate is going to be very low and you know vice versa if it's the other way around so that is a way to not only earn interest on your balanced dollars but it's also a way to earn omm tokens which you get kind of similar to balance tokens uh, as a way to get compensated for utilizing the protocol uh, itself so in that case you'd be you know you'd be earning your balance tokens because you took out that uh, the the balanced dollars as a loan uh, but you'd also be earning the OMM tokens. Uh, and again, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of different ways you can utilize those OMM tokens down the future, whether it's through Balance or other DeFi platforms that are becoming going to be coming out. Yeah, love this. You know, one, one thing we don't uh, mention or haven't mentioned, spoken <clears throat> about. So OMM, when it launches at the moment, well, the initial game plan was it's launching with, with um, ICX, then USDB, which is bridge US dollars, we'll cover that later. And the last one at the moment, they're looking IUSDC, which is USDC migrated across via bridge from um, Ethereum. Now, the first question that came to my mind is, oh my God, why isn't BNUSD on the list? And and I actually went and contacted Scott and Danke. I was like, guys, what's going on? And the answer is quite simple. This is exactly what the tokens, the governance tokens of the protocols are about. So both of them responded, we're hoping that that is the first thing our users want to vote in rather than just, you know, it being dictated by people who have built the protocol. Once the core functionality of each of these protocols have been built, everything else is being left to get voted in and let the community decide. And um, you hear this ethos and Scott, various interviews over and over again, but this is this is literally how it's playing out for these protocols. So um, really excited for that. It, it does give, when you mint BNUSD and then you can put it on to um, OMM, it, it gives you exposure in a different kind of way as well. And, you know, again, you're reaping the rewards of these governance tokens. So that's a good one. The, the, other quick highlight I wanted to to talk about was so you know we know that the the balanced tokens and this is the case for OMM as well but let's bring it back to balanced there no there's no pre mine there's nothing like that okay everything happens from day one and the distribution happens if you actually use the protocol so we know that at the moment. Uh, for the first 60 days, it's 100,000 will be distributed, 100,000 tokens will be distributed a day. And after that, it it um, tapers off every day and starts to drop until it drops to a 2% inflation every year. So uh, initially, the distribution is going to, and I'll just read some of these percentages out, 45% is going to be distributed to liquidity providers, okay, with 17.5% goes to the SICX BNUSD pool and 17.5 to balance and BNUSD pool. Now remember, the these particular pools that are paired against the stable coin, they do, as Icongrapher mentioned, um, they, they can suffer impermanent loss based on certain conditions. So please, if you don't know, if that word is just new to you, I encourage you to do some research, Google, you'll find a lot of information about it. But on the flip side, this is why it has 17% being distributed to these pools, the balance token, because it is designed to encourage people to put liquidity because you're going to earn the balance token. Hopefully, it offsets any potential impermanent loss risk. Um, the other pool, which is the ICX slash SICX pool. Now, I covered this in my tutorial and I wanted to be very clear here. 10% goes to that pool. This pool 
traditionally in AMM, there are two, two sides to every pool, you know, because you're depositing uh, each coin. This ICX and SICX pool is just a pool of ICX. That's it. Essentially, you're just taking your ICX and plopping it into this pool. So what you are foregoing is any ICX you put into this pool, you are foregoing any staking rewards because it's not staked ICX. But on the flip side, you're, you have entered a pool that literally has no IM, no risk apart from your staking rewards. There's no other risk in this pool because it's just ICX and you get, by partaking in it, you're getting the balance token. So that, that's what, how this process is designed. And then 25% is also of the 100,000 per day goes to borrowers. So, you know, if you have your ICX locked up and you've taken a loan above 50 BNUSD, that's... 25% of the balance tokens gets distributed there. And then there's 5% that goes for emergency reserve, 5% of the distribution automatically gets distributed into the DAO, and then there's a component that goes to the balance um, classified as balanced worker tokens. This is obviously when the protocol launches, everyone doesn't just wrap their hands, high fives, and walk away to separate lives and forgets about the protocol. No, they're still in the background building, revising, making changes. So there is something put away to ensure that they are supported. Um, but I love that a small percentage of the distribution is going into the DAO. And do you know who gets to to vote on what happens with the DAO funds? We, the balance token holders. So um, hopefully that's split up in a quick rundown of the distribution helps paint that picture. You can see that in any circumstance where there is a bit of risk involved in terms of impermanent loss or etc., uh, the team have ensured there's some kind of distribution of the balance token to offset that, which is great to see. Icon Graph, I've rambled a lot. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, they've obviously thought through this a lot. They were trying to... Uh, align the incentives in the right way and make sure that the there's kind of harmony within the uh, way that the, the protocol's working and that everything's kind of humming in the right direction. So, uh, you know, I think they've, I think they've well thought it through um, and there's certainly plenty of opportunities out there for those who want to earn balance. Yeah. Balance tokens. Agree. Okay. I think that's a good uh, summary. I mean, we still have to talk about, you know, um, obviously, uh, part of this puzzle is when you earn the balance tokens and you have a loan, you need to ensure you have some kind of loan taken out. You can then stake it and then reap the rewards of the protocol that the protocol earns by what you have staked. So there's that component we can tackle a bit later. But for now, I think that's a great rundown of the news. I really hope I hope this end uh, that we've been spending a bit of time on the balance protocol is helping to shed some give some clarity uh, about all things balanced. Um, I just want to thank everyone again for listening and subscribing and and contacting us and giving us some tips and helpful information along the way. Uh, Really appreciate everyone taking the time. And once again, share this to anyone and everyone. Any closing words, Icongrapha? Well, I think uh, for for next week's episode, we'll be doing a little bit of a rundown as far as the uh, how the launch went and how things are looking. So, certainly excited to talk about that. Very much so. Ah, uh, I've gone going through the unstaking process. Can't wait. Although I'm missing my staking rewards at the moment. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening. Take care. If if you like it, don't forget to subscribe and share it around. I think I mentioned that already, but one more time can't hurt. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. Okay.